You're listening to The Art of KCF. This essay is called Art in the Pain and was released as part of the Art of KCF newsletter, issue number 50, sent to email subscribers on July 15th, 2022. The house is buzzing every time I go outside. A low hum, the buzzing is a vibrational energy that hits me in the exact register of my anxiety. Like a caffeine buzz of one shot of espresso past where it would have been more prudent to stop. When you slow, you can see them. The mud dauber wasps floating about with their back legs dangling. Rather graceful, if not also a touch threatening. Perhaps that's why I like them. I'm not into the buzzing though. It creeps me out. I haven't found any of their nests. But I think they've taken up residence in the gutters around the house. I liberate one to three of them each morning when I'm upstairs in my yoga space. I try to keep my practice to a more intimate number of no more than three wasps hovering nearby as I stretch my body to prepare for meditation. I tolerate their presence inside and around the house because at the Chick Fin, we try to not harm pollinators. Even though around this time each year, I begin the delicate dance of de-screening the windows to encourage the creatures to fly back to the great outdoors, I'm not sure if I've ever noticed the house vibrating with their thrum before. Maybe this buzz is the same level of tense energy I feel in the air everywhere I go. A new weather metric in need of an ability to count. Like pollen, humidity, or UV. Is this what the weather app means by pressure? I wonder as I wander with the pups on one of our stretch breaks. I've found that living in the country has allowed me to more closely observe nature's cycles. We're in the first wave of biting fly season, where the deer flies whip around your head in quick and wild loops. After they die off, we'll have the second wood tick boom, which will precede the ant invasion attempts. It's satisfying to know I can observe these cycles and begin to be able to prepare for each wax and wane. I wish I was as good at knowing my own cycles, or better understanding my periods of work and rest in ways that help me feel less like the passenger on an out-of-control roller coaster ride, and more like the sage crone in her forest hut. But at least knowing when the Asian beetles are going to return helps me feel some sense of connection to this land, this house, this life. A friend recently reminded me of my cycles when she saw me wincing when I sat down. I explained, actually, it's not so bad right now, and I'm in the queue to get a cortisol shot to help alleviate my pain. She asked if the pain was like the time when we went to the casino to celebrate Vimo's birthday. I tried to recall that birthday season, attempting to trace backward in my mind what exact year that would have been. Pre-pandemic for sure. I just checked the Instagram story archive, and it turns out it was February of 2019. I was cooling a gluten-free, date-sweetened carrot cake outside in negative 11 degree Fahrenheit, before running to the painting studio to squeeze in some time at my easel, ahead of celebrating Vimo's birthday with friends. But my friend's question really made me think. My back was hurting then? I honestly couldn't remember. That's the thing about chronic pain, though. I've found there's not really a discernible cycle, because it's all just pretty much bad. I told my psychiatrist in May that a sign I could go off my antidepressants was that I was taking my back pain seriously. 
I'd recently begun physical therapy and after doing my time, was eventually referred to the back specialist at my clinic. Everyone keeps asking, how long has it been like this? And I'm like, I don't know. I honestly can't remember. But the reason I started seeking treatment is that it finally became too much for me to handle. When I start wincing when I sit down, gasping for breath when I move, or any other external cue that I'm in pain that others can see, My brain finally accepts that maybe this isn't good to keep living with, while also hoping that possibly conditions could be different. But to be real, when you're in the haze of living beside chronic pain, the cycles are really unpredictable and can range from tolerable, because it's not as bad, bad, worse, bad, unbearable, new worst, eh, maybe not so bad. As I wait patiently for the gift of an epidural in my spinal cord, delivering a concentrated steroid to my tender, collapsing areas of my L4 and L5 vertebrae, the doc gave me an oral steroid series that lasted six days. Not pumped about the immune-suppressing side effect, nor the WebMD warning that, quote, in rare cases, this medicine can stop someone's heart, end quote, I courageously swallowed my first 8 milligram dose. And oh, what sweet, sweet relief I found. Let me see if I can try to explain it in words. My body felt like I was 18 again. Strong, capable, able to take on anything. The pain was gone for the first day of my treatment. I painted for 12 hours after only getting 4 hours of sleep the night before, and felt like I could have kept going for 12 more. Not only was my back free of pain, but my hands and wrists and the rest of my body plagued by inflammation felt gloriously unencumbered, free to move without aches and stiffness. I was reminded that this pain is not a constant, that there can be relief from it. Short-lived as that experience was, I never shy away from an opportunity for contemplation. What can this teach me, I wondered to myself on day two of my medicinal course which sadly was not as glorious as the first one, but still good nonetheless. I guess I learned that my body is also constantly buzzing, and that I too am in need of a change in seasons, conditions, environment to prepare for the next iteration of life alongside my chronic pain. I've been living with the static of my pain far beyond its usefulness, even as I worry about who I might be without it. How would I paint these feelings, I wonder? What brushstroke could capture the tumult of feeling like your legs are about to suddenly give out from under you? What motion captured in paint could represent the sharpshooting pain finding a path through muscles connecting one's toe to one's spine? What color could evoke the dread of wondering what tomorrow will bring, yet also provide a touch of hopefulness that there is beauty in the unknown, the unknowable, the unpredictable? I've also spotted three paper wasp nests hanging under the eaves of our wonderful house. I like to feel like we're special, like these hornets have chosen us because they feel safe. I know we should remove their structures after they move out in the fall to discourage them from starting anew next summer. But like my back, I'm sure we will deal with it only when it becomes a worse problem. For now, I'm finding joy in the delicate crepe-shaped hollows they are making in this perfect circle formation. It's really only a matter of time until these marvels, really all of it, ends up 
in a painting. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Art of KCF. The Art of KCF is created, written, produced, and edited by me, Candice Creel Falcon, with musical additions by Mountaineer via Upbeat. For a full transcript of the audio, plus all the features of my newsletter, like book reviews, creative links that inspire me, and an update on what's happening in my studio, be sure to find me through the link in the show notes. Till next time, may the joy of creative inquiry guide your path.